0: Hello! Welcome to Blue Lightning Healing Meditations. I am Susie Parker Goins. I'm a channel so that means I bring Divine through to help you establish a relationship with your guides so you can carry on and work with them on your own. I'm an energy healer so that includes Reiki, past life exploration and healing, and um, and a facilitator in general for your healing. I'm also a teacher with a lot to share. I post links wherever I can. Please hit support buttons. I've also got a Ko-fi account under Susie Parker Goins. Um, What else? Yeah, I'm all over the place. Um, You can check my website at bluelightninghealing.com for more information. And I thank you for all the support I receive from y'all. On my podcast platforms, I upload meditations on Monday. and my thoughts on metaphysical topics and techniques on Thursdays. I'm available for online sessions and phone consultations, and you can contact me for current pricing and availability. The best way to contact me is through email at suzypgoins at gmail.com. That's S-U-S-Y-P-G-O-I-N-S at gmail.com. So it's Thursday, and today I want to talk about ethics, ethics of the metaphysical practitioner. Um, Yeah, I I know people can call what I do and what others do is a scam. Some people have not been happy with a reading or session from me, and other times they've, they've commented on event pages that were charlatans or fakes, admittedly i am sure that there are those out there who do take advantage of others people are like that though you got people like that in every occupation it's just sad to say but you know i've heard stories about um a practitioner who who asked for thousands of dollars to remove a curse and you know you've got religious leaders who are constantly asking for money, and then they show up with another private jet from God. You know some practitioners charge a lot of money, probably a lot more than I would be willing to pay for any service, but that's them. I don't know what their situation is, what their expenses or staffing needs are. Honestly, I don't really feel it's any of my business or it's my place to judge. I think that's one of my ethical principles is that I try not to judge other practitioners without having an experience with them. And even then, judge is such a touchy word. But this is what's the inspiration for this uh, podcast. I want to lay out my ethics for y'all. I want you to hear what my take is on what I do what I feel is a good measure of a practitioner. So as a practitioner, my responsibility is to you as a client. And I ask for consent. You can put that in bold letters. I ask for and get your consent first to do my thing. I've encountered the consent issue on both sides. Once I was checking out a new event in my area and I chatted up the organizer, a chakra balancer, and we talked for about an hour. You know, we exchanged our job work experience or resumes, if you will, and talked about various metaphysical topics. We got along really well. And then, as I was saying goodbye, we hugged. I mean, metaphysical people are a huggy bunch. And I could feel him checking out my energy, and it was so invasive i I pushed him away, and I said, "I did not give you permission to do that." Then he shrugged his shoulders, his palms out at an angle with a hate kind of attitude. His words were, "That's what I do." <laughs> no." I said not without permission I walked away from that event I never vended with them there was another reader I encountered who kind of jumped me I had just met them they came by while I was talking to someone else I was in a session and they said that they just had to touch me and they were in there with their hands on my shoulders without waiting for my response And I was so shocked by their audacity. uh, What? (laughs) I just looked at them. And to this day, I don't trust them. I don't refer people to them. And I will not work with them personally. Another time, I was a practitioner at at an event. I was marketing myself as doing past life healing. And a client sat in front of me ready for a reading and I found a physical condition that has that was sort of the result of a past life so I said hey you know I'm seeing this we can fix it you wanna they said no thank you I I was surprised that was the first time somebody had declined I don't know why they declined and honestly It wasn't for me to question or to try to force them or talk them into accepting. My response was, oh, (laughs) okay. And we moved on. I mean, truly, I cannot emphasize enough how important willing consent or openness is to the healing process. When I'm working on a client and, we uncover we decide we discover that they're not ready for the healing I mean that causes a person to tense up and constrict the energy flow and then the work is harder than it would be with a client who has given consent who is relaxing into it and and if somebody is so tense that they won't allow the healing to work it makes me look ineffective It makes me look a fool because I can't get through to do the work. Okay. Ethics includes respecting boundaries. So I'm not, okay. I'm not only, I'm not the only practitioner out there. This is the next one. I'm not the only practitioner out there. I will not tell a client that I am the only one who can help them. No, (laughs) you as a client have every right to shop around at an in-person event where there are several practitioners around. I I tell folks, go, go check them out. Walk around, see who resonates with you. You know, just do what you need to. And sometimes clients circle back around to me and they'll say, well, because you told me to go look around and I thought that was cool, which is lovely. Tells me I'm doing it right. And other times, they do find someone else better suited to them. It doesn't matter to me however it works out. My hope is that you as a client have your best outcome. Find that person who can help you in that moment. And so then there's also that referral. There's another part of that referral aspect. You know, sometimes I'll talk to a client, try to understand and and understand what they need. And it can happen that I feel I'm not the client I'm not the one for them. I it's out of my realm of expertise or I have or I know someone else who's got more experience with a particular issue. Um, on one occasion, a client brought a referral to me and I didn't see that it was going to be a good fit. And I knew immediately who they needed to see. So I grabbed the person's hand and I didn't drag him over, but I walked him over to another practitioner and I said, no, you two need to meet, you two need to work together. And that's okay. I left him there. It was, I think it's respectful to give a client what they need. And even if that means it's not coming from me, No, and so as for not binding someone to me, I don't get jealous if you go to another practitioner. I may not be what you need that day, or you may want to explore other modalities. Cool, go for it. My hope is that you find what helps you heal, that you find your happiness, whatever or wherever it is. I encourage you, And I can show you how to tune in to how you feel. Practice it. You know, even then, I don't have to be there (laughs) to watch you learn. Tune in to how you feel when you are talking to someone. It doesn't have to be a practitioner. Your body knows. That's applied kinesiology or muscle testing. Check in with your body and see how it feels when you're talking to somebody. Does it feel right? Does this person feel resonant with you? so it's it's not a question i i I find some practitioners i get it some practitioners this is their livelihood and they need to make the money i understand that i am in a good place we don't depend on my income we don't and right now, particularly during the, the isolation times, there are a lot of people who are their sole breadwinner. And so for me, I'm not attached to making more money right now. Um, also, another aspect of this, I went off script there, whoops. <laughs> but um, also about prosperity. I don't have your lotto numbers. I don't have my lotto numbers. And If I did, it doesn't matter because I don't, I'm not going to get them. So next point is, and, and this is another put in bold print, emphasis, underline, italics. I am not a replacement for certified medical care. And there are actually laws about that. I don't diagnose or prescribe or treat medical conditions. I'd, I cannot cure you. Bacon? Yeah, I can cure all day. But not you. I'm not going to ask you to change your medications or to check a professional's assessment. I mean, what I do is complimentary and that's not, oh, you look nice. It means it works in in tandem with other modalities. I'm, no, just. Come to me when you need extra help or when you want extra support. I can certainly do that. I'll check your energy. And if I get information about healing at an energetic level, of course I'll share it with you. I can pull from my own experience, but it's always with the caveat to consult your own medical practitioner. Or health or healthcare practitioner, let's say. I'm happy to sit with you if you're having a panic attack or if your anxiety is through the roof. I will talk with you and ask you questions about issues. Provide an alternative perspective. I'll support you as best as I can without blowing sunshine up your ass. I'm not going to be fake happy. You know? It's not going to be take three crystals and call me in the morning. No, no, I will find I will do what I can to find whatever resources I have, either within me or in the community to help you. Mm -hmm. Next point, client privilege. I do not talk about your specific sessions with anyone. Not with anyone. Any references that I may have made here are as vague as possible, but the salient information, the the, the lesson in it is to get my point across, but I'm not going to tell you who or what their particular issue is. Just don't ask. Um, it, it has happened that a client asked me questions about somebody they had referred to me, and I had to say, I'm sorry. If they want you to know, they'll tell you. <laughs> okay And next um we both have the right to set boundaries and to terminate the professional relationship if it's no longer working and i feel if i'm not able to adequately help you or i feel like we're hitting a wall and you need a different perspective i'll back off i'll refer you to someone else or just you know take a break terminate the sessions um, if, and, and on the other side of the coin, if, if you feel you're not getting what you need out of the sessions, you have every right to stop coming to me. I, I don't believe I'm the only one you should consult. The universe is too big to think that I am the only one for you. No, there's so many things out there. And, and, and I admit, I don't always have that magic phrase for you. But my job is to help you find them in yourself. So until next time, blessings.